Chapter Ten of the Santa Claus Storybook. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty V. The Santa Claus Storybook by Unknown. Frisky the Squirrel. One day a wounded squirrel lay half dead upon the ground. A hunter passing with his gun, the little creature found young archie gray of folly hall was also in the wood and begged that he might take it home to save it if he could the hunter shook his head in doubt twas too far gone he said he feared that ere the morning came the squirrel would be dead but care and skill will wonders work and i am glad to tell that very soon through archie's care it grew quite strong and well ere long the merry little thing was sociable and tame and being very frolicsome frisky became its name he'd spring and gamble round the room performing antics droll or climb and gravely take his seat upon the curtain pole when wearied out with all his play he felt inclined to sleep he gently steal to archie's side then in his pocket creep and there curled up so warm and snug he'd put himself to bed his nose tucked in between his paws his tail wound round his head summer and autumn passed away frisky was six months old when suddenly a frost set in the air grew keen and cold the old folks shivering drew their chairs close to the warm fireside the young ones hastened to the ponds rejoiced to skate and slide and many gathered on the banks the pleasant sight to see of skaters gliding o'er the ice so quick and merrily now archie thought that he should like to try and learn to skate though quite aware that many falls at first would be his fate he knew a pond near carlton wood about a mile from home and there he thought he'd go because no other boys would come his mother warned him to be sure and leave before twas dark and not to take the public road but go across the park protected well against the cold young archie walked away whilst in the pocket of his coat the little squirrel lay as soon as archie tried his skate he got a desperate fall a fate awaiting every one who cannot skate at all poor frisky getting bumped and thumped squeaked out with fright and pain and archie thought it would not do to serve him thus again so slipping off his overcoat in which the squirrel lay he placed it gently on the ground supposing he would stay frisky more frightened far than hurt lay curled up like a ball indulging in a fit of sulks because he'd had a fall then archie hastened back to skate and in his heart was glad no one was standing by to see the tumbles that he had but as he wisely persevered he grew expert at last and twas with much regret he found his time of leave was past to fetch the squirrel and his coat was now the boy's first care imagine then his great dismay to find he was not there he searched about but not a trace of frisky could he see except some nutshells he had left beneath a neighboring tree at home he always used to come in answer to his name but now though archie loudly called no little frisky came yet all this time upon a gate which led within the wood scarcely a stone's throw from the pond a little figure stood 
twas frisky brandishing his tail and looking round with glee most likely thinking to himself how sweet is liberty but suddenly whilst here he sat he caught his master's eyes who shouting joyfully ran off hoping to seize his prize no no thought frisky free i am and free i mean to be so just as archie reached the gate he sprang upon a tree over the gate with lightning speed his eager master flew no farther could he follow him the cunning squirrel knew so climbing to an upper branch he sat there quite at ease seeming as if he thought it fun his master thus to tease for as poor archie stood below in very mournful case the rogue threw down some with erd leaves upon his upturned face and then from tree to tree he sprang thinking it famous fun to keep his master going to as fast as he could run the wood was getting very dark for now twas nearly night no longer could poor archie keep the squirrel in his sight his heart was sad and sorrowful he felt all hope was o'er frisky too charmed with liberty would come again no more another trouble now arose he found he'd lost his way and feared that in the lonely wood he all night long must stay filled with alarm the boy began most bitterly to cry he dreaded lest perhaps with cold and hunger he should die two long hours passed yet there he was still toiling to and fro as far as ever from the point to which he ought to go his teeth were chattering with the cold his fingers numbed by frost and dreadful stories filled his mind of people who'd been lost at length he sunk upon the ground completely wearied out his limbs felt stiff his strength was gone from wandering about now very soon the moon arose with soft and silvery light and full of comfort to the boy was such a cheering sight he found that close beside him stood a large old hollow tree and thought that if he crept inside much warmer he would be some of the bark had crumbled off leaving an opening wide and putting in his hand he found a heap of leaves inside these being very soft and dry would serve him for a bed but archie would not go to rest before his prayers were said how thankfully he called to mind that god could hear a prayer offered from church or house or wood for god is everywhere he knelt with boyish confidence protection to implore and when he rose no longer felt as lonely as before then through the opening i have named within the tree he crept and soon upon his leafy bed he comfortably slept at home his absence after dark had caused intense alarm lest some occurrence unforeseen had brought the boy to harm and anxiously they sallied forth and sought him all around but long in vain no trace of him could anywhere be found at length his father in the search the hollow tree espied he held his lantern in the hole and threw its light inside a joyful sight it must have been his truant boy to see unhurt and safe and slumbering sound within the sheltering tree archie my lad the father cried you found a cosy place in which to sleep whilst giving me a very anxious chase wake up wake up and let us haste to calm your mother's fear and tell me as we walk along what can have brought you here archie aroused was quite perplexed to think where he could be he wondered much to find himself inside a hollow tree 
but as his memory recalled all that had lately passed thankful indeed was he to know that help had come at last tis scarcely needful here to tell how great his mother's joy when safe and sound within her arms she found her missing boy welcome to archie's dazzled eyes the cheerful room and light and not less welcome we suspect his supper was to-night but more than ever now he missed his merry little pet he thought of all his winning ways and antics with regret they both had lived so happily companions day by day he felt as though a friend he'd loved were taken quite away all of a sudden archie starts then gives a joyous shout no wonder from his coat behold the squirrel has sprung out yes there he'd been he never thought of running quite away though he had teased his master thus it all had been in play high on a branch he kept a watch on archie down below and saw him when the moon appeared within the old tree go all fun was over now he knew twas time to be in bed and found it very cold to sit upon a bough instead at length he thought he'd scramble down within the tree to peep whereas the reader is aware archie was fast asleep at once the cunning fellow saw the best thing he could do would be to creep within the hole and go to sleep there too he moved so very noiselessly no sound had archie heard though frisky slid inside his coat he neither woke nor stirred so all this time whilst he supposed his little pet had fled there he was lying warm and snug within his usual bed and now he made him understand by signs which archie knew that having fasted like himself he wanted supper too he stretched his limbs and washed his face as soon as he'd been fed then he and archie both tired out were glad to go to bed tis said as frisky older grew he learned to mend his ways and never after this event played truant all his days End of chapter 10